I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Do the honors, Jeff. Welcome to Not Bad for a Monday <laughs> with Claire Waters of Plants, Steph McGovern, and me, producer Jeff. Is that what you're after? That was enough to put us all to sleep, Jeff. Thanks for that. Next week on Not Bad for a Monday. We will be doing a programme without Jeff. I <laughs> know, oh, sorry I'm being harsh. Anyway, right, enough of this shit. Grand, Steph McGovern, what's all the bloody mystery? The mystery? What do you the mean? The mystery. I've been asking you, what are we talking about this week? What are we talking about this week? Because we hadn't planned it. <laughs> ooh, ooh, well, you're going to have to guess. You're going to have to guess, I'm not telling you. What's, all, what's yeah. going on? I just thought I'd bring a bit of intrigue into proceedings. And basically, I couldn't work out what to do until about midnight last night. So, uh... <laughs> no, do you know what it is? Right, we have had so many messages, like a mix of all the funny mistakes that have gone on, the daft stuff that's happened at job interviews. Like, we're literally inundated with them. In fact, some people now are sending both. So, like, they're sending an email which has got one of their worst job interview hilarious stories and a mistake they've made at work. So, I thought this week I'm (laughs) going to mix it up. But I do have an undercurrent of, the, of a theme, and I want you to guess what the theme is. Oh. So I'm going to start. Come on, Agatha Christie, then. Bring on the intrigue. <laughs> Claire, are you up for that? <laughs> Go for it, yeah. So we have to guess what the theme is by the end. Oh, so do we guess at the end of the of this the podcast? Yeah, you don't have to guess now. Okay. Not knowing anything. <laughs> okay, because we could be here a while, couldn't we? Claire, the soothsayer. <laughs> I think it's going to be... I think um, it's going um, to be... <laughs> monkey fridges, monkey fridges. Well, Ew. funny you should say that, Jeff. Oh! <laughs> no, Jeff, I'm sure you get in on this before the, me. You always know what's going on. Do you not think we have better things to do with our time, Claire? <laughs> than, yeah. my, no, not really. Uh, uh, can I just say oh, I bumped really. into Bev again in Asda? You know, we mentioned her last week on the podcast. On the Shetland Pony? Never. Told her she was in our podcast, she was buzzing. She said that she thinks they're going to move her from the tills now to petrol. Imagine her in a horse in the petrol station. That's even better. <laughs> That's brilliant. Anyway, while I was prepping last night, I got an email in the middle of the night and it was, and it, it's from Melanie who says, and in relation to the next podcast you do on horse-related transport, 
When I was at primary school, my mum used to collect me with my sister's pony in tow and I would ride home on a lead <laughs> rein. I can't imagine we'd have got away with it these days without repercussions. But it was the 70s, so it was quite acceptable. So there you go, Jeff. No way. We are not going to struggle for horse-related stories should we need them in the future. That's hilarious. We could almost have a separate podcast for them. <laughs> a breakout podcast. Hey, well, look at people like Claire Bolden and Nicky Campbell with all these dog podcasts. I think animals are the way forward. In fact, let's replace you with an animal, Jeff. Would, would you notice oh, the difference? No. Take you three weeks to notice the difference. <laughs> He's still touching his beard like a pervert. Oh, I bet there's loads of animal stories. Yeah, just Jeff's. My little one dug up the garden yesterday. Your little one dug up the garden? She dug up the garden. Oh, your dog. I thought you meant your son. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. I did, yes. No, <laughs> the dog, the son, no, he knows better. Alex loves his lawn, tends to it all the time. And um, she came in and the little one was like, Mum, she looks like she looks a bit like a badger. And I looked at her and she had mud. She's white, she had mud all around her face. So when I went outside, oh, no. there was a big hole in the garden. Raging. I'll, I'll send you some photos. I made an Instagram story out of it. Which reminds me, I've had several emails from Karen who listens to the podcast. Who wants to know what your Instagram handle is, Claire. She thinks you're hilarious. She thinks me and Jeff aren't, but you, she wants to follow. <laughs> what is your Instagram? How do we find you on Instagram? Oh, it's private at the moment. Well, that's no good, is it? What about the, what about our podcast Instagram? Uh, oh, what is it again? Not bad for a Monday podcast. Right, okay. So Karen, if you're listening, that's how you find it. Right, so you have to guess the theme. I'm going to start with an email from Emma. Thanks, Karen. Emma says... She was doing a job interview, right? All was going well. She'd been headhunted for the role. The interviewer had a thick foreign accent. So there were a few words that she didn't quite understand. They reached the point in the interview where they were discussing money. So Emma was explaining she could keep to budgets, beat KPIs, etc, etc. We moved on. Suddenly, my interviewer burst out that he likes to watch and collect penises. I'm racking my brains wondering what this could be. I'm thinking, Emma, think rationally. No one collects penises. But I just had this image in my head of a dimly lit room with rows and rows of pickled knobs. (laughs) It came to the end of the interview. I felt it went well, but I was unnerved by my potential boss's collection of penises. As she left the interview room, this is Emma, he escorted her out. On the way out was a poor young lad, clearly in his dad's suit, waiting to be interviewed for another role. He looked petrified, bless him. Just then, my interviewer stopped in his tracks, looked forward and said, Ah, more penises for my collection. By now, I wanted to shout to this lad, Run for the hills! (laughs) My interviewer then paused, bent down and picked up ten pennies, a ten-pence piece, the whole time he was saying penises, he meant pennies. <laughs> I could not make that connection, you know. I was desperately thinking, what on earth could he mean other than penis? Pennies. Apparently, Emma says she left feeling very drained, but she's still got the job and is still there now. And she still giggles when he says penises, even though she's regularly told him that it is pennies. <laughs> That's a massive, that could have been a massive error, couldn't it? You find it odd that he might even consider collecting penises but I, i'll have you know that in iceland there is in fact a penis museum is there what pickled knobs what it has a collection of uh, 56 penises from 17 different types of whale and includes a five foot whale how penis. do you know that shit how do you know that 
Well, once you once you hear these things, they they lodge. <laughs> it's hard to shake those you facts. Know, that lodge. explains, Jeff, why you weren't laughing through that story. I'm like, I think that line where she says to the lad, she wants to say to him, "Run for the hills," because she thinks his bloke's going to chop run. his knob off, is one of the <laughs> best lines in a story I've read. But one of them, partly, it's denial because you know, frankly. I don't even want to go there to consider it. <laughs> and so I'm just, I'm thinking about something else entirely. Secondly, I'm just thinking, oh. I'm, in, I'm back in Iceland. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, well, there's no denying you're a freak. So we're moving on to the next story. <laughs> I'm just lost on that one. I mean, what could the theme of this podcast be? Is so, it? Lindsay. <laughs> hmm. This is Lindsay. Hi, Steph. Now, Lindsay's put a surname. She's called Lindsay Dixon. Hi, Steph. So as you can see, my surname is Dixon. Oh. I went for an interview at an, an asbestos removal company once. The interviewer was a re... Penises, dicks. <laughs> I'm thinking this might be a theme. The interviewer was I'm a really tense woman. After the interview, she took me to meet the director of the company and introduced me as Miss Dickskin. <laughs> 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 Nobody laughed, but inside I was dying. That's Her brilliant. face just said... I'm laughing. <laughs> Her face just said, oh, bollocks, like she thought she might do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a nervous one, Dixon. So you you still haven't correctly guessed the theme yet, I'm afraid. So I'm going to give you another story. Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure? Claire says. And uh, do you know what? The people who email us who have dyslexia have such fantastic stories and they have brilliant ways of handling their dyslexia. And Claire is another one. Not me. So thanks for sending us this. So Claire says, I have dyslexia and this often results in some funny spelling mistakes. This happened a good 15 years ago, but I still tell this story now when people ask me because it was my worst spelling mistake I've ever made. After I left uni and before I got a proper job, I went to do some work experience and extra training, including the CLIT computer qualification. I can't remember why, but someone had emailed me to ask me if I would be in next week. I responded with the following email. Yes, I will be in next week, as I need to come in and show Paul my clit work. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, no. I came in on the Monday morning with (laughs) clutching my huge folder of clit work. The room went quiet until someone shouted, Wow, Claire, that's a big clit. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. Some of my colleagues have been worried about telling me about my mistake. But if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you? So exactly. So the theme is just pure filth, isn't it, Steph? <laughs> it's just filth. It's just muck. <laughs> it's it's how uncomfortable can I make Jeff episode? It's well, it's working a treat. <laughs> Don't you think Brilliant. that is hilarious? I'm all scrunched up. I That's I couldn't. Quirk I was Ill. reading this story to uh, the missus last night, and I was trying to. <laughs> I couldn't get it out because I was laughing so much. I just love the idea after she'd sent that email, like how mortified she must have been. Bless her. Oh, I love that. Is that the, is that the theme? No, though? no, is it just no, it's not. It's not the theme. I'm going to keep going. It's mispronunciations. It's just mispronunciations or things that have been said wrong, written no. wrong. So Alison, who's a police cool. officer detective, right? She was running a six week course for new detectives. She divided them into syndicate rooms, put the whiteboard up and put magnets on all of them, like straight magnets that they were going to use for various reasons. Everyone had gone home and she was checking the rooms and someone had made the magnets into a stick man. I added a magnet in between his legs. <laughs> the chief inspector, <laughs> head of the training, walks in. <laughs> 
goes red with rage and says, how can they be detectives behaving like children? I stay silent and remove the magnets. Next day, of course, he grounded and told off all the staff. To my embarrassment, I've never confessed until now. And she's been retired for 11 years. (laughs) No way. Retired for 11 years. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Now is the time to confess. I love it. Confessions. No, it's not confessions, is it? Have you noticed what's in all the stories yet? Like immaturity always just slips in, doesn't it? Doesn't matter how professional you are, you've always got that little kind of thing on your shoulder going, go on, do it, say it. Yeah, I love the fact that she just randomly did it for her own amusement as well. Like, just randomly. And then everyone else got wrong. <laughs> Sarah says, when, and this is the good thing about this is the variety of jobs people are doing as well. Like, it's really varied. Um, I've got a cracking... Is, is that a clue? Is that a clue? I've, no, I've got a cracking one by a, a postman to tell you in a bit as well. So Sarah, who's an estate agent, when I was 19 in my first job as an estate agent, I showed a lovely couple around a house. In the bathroom, I pulled back the shower curtain as they'd asked to see the shower she pulls back the curtain, right? What do you think is behind the curtain? A scene from Psycho. It's Janet Lee. <laughs> God, I have no idea what's behind the There's blood everywhere. The There's a corpse. Somebody in it? No. Well, yeah. uh, needy. She pulls back the curtain to find a life-size plaster of Paris model of the male owner's <gasps> genitals erect. What? Yeah. In the shower? Uh-huh. Obviously, they must have been there drying. Oh. Was it, was it hanging on a wall? Was it on a on a stand? Was it just on the on the bot lying in the bath? I don't know. I've got no more information for you. Do you know what? I wonder if someone did that for a joke in the video. Oh yeah, you know, pranks. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Testing that. Hold on. It could easily be a prank. Um, did, it, did it have a little shower cap on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, clearly, I don't think this theme's going down with well with you two. I like it. I think it's funny. Well, we don't know what the theme is. Can you not? Have you not worked it out? It's really obvious. We've got penises. We've got dick skin, clit, <laughs> plaster of Paris, private parts. But it's not anything to do with anything mucky. Yeah, it's not private parts. Private parts. I didn't say it wasn't to do with that. I said that's not the theme. Filth though. isn't the theme. I'll give you another one. Go on. Private parts. Is that the theme? You're getting close. Say what you Excellent. see, Claire. Say what you see. I am doing catchphrase tomorrow. Oh my god! That's why. <laughs> No, you're not. Yeah, I'm going to be on Catchphrase. That's I'm our so favourite programme. Yeah. We love that. Oh, my God. We Is love it? it. We'll have so much fun. <gasps> yeah, I can't wait. I, honestly, I've been practising. I've been watching loads of, like, back episodes. So, yeah, so I'm doing Catchphrase for Get a charity in. called Rubies that helps... Uh, oh, are you doing it for Rubies? Yeah, I'm doing oh, it for the so charity good. that helps uh, kids from tough backgrounds, building their confidence, all that malarkey. Amazing. Anyway, Right, this is the final story of the theme and then I'm moving on. Oh. I was interviewing someone with a colleague and someone brought us coffees as we were running late. Turns out my colleague's mug went hot, went from black to a picture of a very... know <laughs> <laughs> what you mean. A very, very... I love these cuffs. <laughs> a very well-endowed man. <laughs> Needless to say, the interviewee got the job. <laughs> <laughs> I love those cuffs. On a similar theme, we've got, um, we bought the little one, a Star Wars one once, and when that heats up, the lightsabers shoot up. So I'm getting the same kind of vibe. <laughs> so have you guessed the theme? Not that they're always in colour. Yes, it's private part. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Genitalia. It's it's about them being revealed. It's about what? It's about the private parts being revealed. So the curtain is swept back. There's the plaster of Paris. The hot water goes in the mug. There's the well-endowed male. The uh, mm, she didn't really show the clip though, <laughs> thankfully, because <laughs> that would have been an unveiling well, of a half. I would never thought I would hear Claire say ever in my life, never mind on a podcast to the nation. <laughs> this, wouldn't it have been an unveiling of a half? What a Monday morning meeting. <laughs> this is entirely just to make Jeff feel uncomfortable, this whole uh, theme. But the theme is genitals. Yeah. In the workplace. That, what's a, hang on. I said that about five no, you minutes did, you two didn't minutes say the words. Phil, I said private part. You were close, I said genitalia. But you weren't quite there with it, Jeff. You didn't say what it's you said. Private part. What's the difference between <laughs> private parts and genitals? The spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm quick today. Touche. <laughs> it's an outrage. Right. Okay, I'm going to go back to... Actually, I'm just going to read you this random funny story, <laughs> which is nothing to do with any of the themes, apart from... Can you about see when I'm laughing? My belly's like a bloody Buddha. Oh, it? yeah. It's proper... Oh, my I God. Know. What's that? It's a baby, it's a pregnant belly. Is it kicking? No, I'm laughing. It's, it's, I'm like a Buddha. So... I was going back through the Not Bad for a Monday archive um, because we've got had so many emails over the time and I didn't want to like miss any that we'd had previously when I was thinking about themes. And then I found one that I'd printed out because I loved it so much. Not often do I print things out, guys, so this is a big deal. And literally, I laughed all over again reading it and I know you will love this. So... So this is a message from somebody who wants to remain anonymous, right? They had started a new job working for a well-known bank just over a year ago. They were dealing with a customer who was in financial difficulty and was really annoyed with some of the charges uh, that he'd had for things that had been overdrawn. He was screaming, shouting and swearing like it was this lad who worked in the bank's fault personally. Anyway, this is what the lad says who worked there. After checking his account and managing to refund a substantial amount of charges back, he was obviously delighted as he wasn't expecting anything back. So basically, 
he offered this lad a threesome with his wife to say thanks. No, he didn't. He did not. He did not. He did not stand there. Yeah, and he basically, he gave him his address <laughs> and his number and said, just give us a text if you fancied it. Obviously, this lad laughed it off. Did um, him and his wife have a joint account, I presume? <laughs> Brilliant. Clever. <laughs> yeah. He said he obviously laughed it off. It's the first time he's ever been offered a threesome. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm not a, an expert by any means in this murky world, but is that how such things happen? You stand How's there? that evolved? <laughs> I think that, I mean, it, do you know what? <laughs> that evolved maybe, quite quickly. Maybe that's worked as a transaction for him in the past. Maybe, maybe so. what, that He is... walks up and winks and says, I'd like to make a deposit. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, what if, I mean, as in maybe to, he's offered that to thank people in the past and it's gone down a storm. But what is is presuming that his that's wife not, might be yeah, interested that, as well? well is maybe, it, maybe, maybe that's what, what they if do, he comes but... round and knocks on the door and says, "I'm on a promise," and his wife says, "No, <laughs> uh, you're not my type." Not tonight. <laughs> well, I think they've obviously had a conversation about this before because this does not sound like it's the first time this has happened. You're making assumptions there, Steph. I am, but, you know, and we are here People to judge, are really aren't we? interesting, aren't they? <laughs> hey, listen, I... <laughs> we are here to judge. <laughs> I know, I hate judgy people, actually. <laughs> hey, listen, oh, right, I've got some more daft things that have happened in job interviews that I just want to tell you, because... Um, this is these have made me laugh so Hugh said one of his former colleagues was being interviewed at the former police headquarters um in Ladgate Lane in Middlesbrough I know it well um by a very stern assistant chief constable during the interview the colleagues started to smile and then laugh okay and the interviewer demanded to know what was going on now the reason why he was laughing was because the A174 parkway ran past the headquarters and as trucks went along the road they appeared to go in one of the boss's ears and then out of the other (laughs) 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 he passed he got through Um, I know I love that but talking of like distractions in interviews Sarah's got a cracker she says there's a park where people walk dogs opposite the room she had an interview in and halfway through her interview out of the corner of her eye she saw a huge dog <laughs> she saw a huge dog <laughs> can't speak today um, <laughs> i went oh my god that dog's massive in the middle of the interview to the interviewers at which point we all walked over to look out of the window to get a better view <laughs> this is much more like it you see now i'm i'm feeling much more it's all distractions are awful lorries and ears and dogs big dog distractions <laughs> i know i get easily distracted we're away from your fallacies and your filth. filth. The filth. Your, your weird genitalia so, slash private part hair splitting. <laughs> um, so I've got, and, and I'm going to go back to work mistakes now because I like mixing it up. I like doing a mix of both. Do it. I like it. So Han said, I once took some drinks into a meeting with some important clients and as I shut the door, my skirt got stuck. I tried pulling it out, but in the end, I had to knock on the door, open it, and then pull out of my skirt. <laughs> I was mortified. Oh, <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> At least you didn't keep walking. <laughs> no, rip the thing off. <laughs> um, Jay said, on her first day in a new job, Hello. she was running up some stairs, and she tripped near the top. She went head first into the managing director's briefcase that he was carrying, slammed into the wall, and then muttered, Ooh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He saw the funny side a few months later. 
why do people always fall? Why are we always in a rush to do things? It's like, it's silly, isn't it? More haste, less speed. Is that what you're saying, Claire? <laughs> yeah. Bloody Yoda in the Sprinting corner the stairs there. and then knocking yourself out. Now, do you want the postman story? Love the postman story, yes, please. Yeah, so this is yeah. me. What is it? An elderly couple on my round told me they were going away on a five-day break. They were very excited. On the Monday while passing their house, I saw a packet addressed to the wife on the floor. Realising it must have been a courier's mistake, I dutifully posted it through their door. The following Saturday, they were waiting on the doorstep for me, thinking they were going to thank me. I stopped to chat. They asked if I'd posted the package, and I said, yeah. They proceeded to tell me that the package contained dog vomit and their house stank with the smell after being left for nearly a week in the searing heat of summer. Ew. So the dog basically had been ill just before they left. So they used <gasps> a box of tissues, right? And then put them in some old packaging to throw out. So they were obviously, that's why it had the address on. So they put their rubbish out a day early because they wouldn't be there. But the bag must have split when it was being taken by the refuse collectors and it left the package on the floor. And then obviously the postie's like, oh, I'll, you know, be helpful and post it back through the door. He says, I've never been so mortified and amused at the same time. Oh, okay. Thankfully, they saw the funny side. Even writing this now, I can feel my cheeks burning with embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on him. He's doing his best there. He's, I love it when people, but when people like their job. And oh, they but don't he was just, just doing a good do deed. What they need to, but they, they'll, you know, they'll go the extra mile, the extra yard, and post the poochy puke. You know, whatever it might be. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, we have had, I think, some of our best stories from people who work in the healthcare sector, haven't we? Oh, yes. For the last two weeks running now, we've had scrubs, scrubs. falling down. <laughs> we've had the someone randomly getting undressed when they were asked for their address. Um, so I've got some from some nurses. So James says, when I was a very young student nurse 41 years ago, on my first placement, I was sent to record all the patient's vital signs and write them on my notebook for recording later. I was nervous and obviously keen. So I went to the first guy, did the test, recorded them. Mr. Chalice, bed one. Next bed. Oh, no, there's two Mr. Chalices on the ward. I double check the name above the bed. Yeah, we've got two. <laughs> I then go to the third and the fourth bed. Oh, no, this cannot be another Mr. Chalice. A staff nurse passing asked if I was OK. I said, yes, except everyone's called Mr. Chalice on the ward. Laughing, she pointed out that Mr. Chalice is the consultant surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, I carried on to have a very successful career. Hooray! Good on you, James. That reminds me, when my, uh, the one time my mum and dad went on holiday to France, they got a hotel and they, they went for a walk and they got lost. And they, they, and they spent loads of time asking people uh, where the hotel was. And they just looked, they were getting all these bewildered looks, at which point one of the people spoke English and explained that actually it wasn't the Hotel Cronenberg, that that was just the, that was just the name of the beer that all these, that they might be selling in the bar. <laughs> the sponsor. Yeah, there was the sign outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So David says, a young nurse I was working with in the 80s had to administer breathing suppositories. She duly drew the curtains around and when she drew... I'm sorry, Steph, what's a breathing suppository? Any idea? Well, isn't that a thing you just shove up your bum, but for some reason it helps you... Breathing suppository, just... Anyway, carry yeah. on, I don't want to even imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> she duly drew the curtains around 
And then when she drew them back again, the man was sat there with one up each nostril. <gasps> <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> he cle- oh, I love that. He clearly had yeah. the same lack of... But exactly the same thought as you. He did. And obviously he this had... is a young nurse. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Where oh. shall I put them to get in? Then for breathing, I'll ram them up his nose. I didn't want to ask. <laughs> oh, I didn't no. want to say, where, where did these actually go? Okay, I've got a clue. I've got an idea. <laughs> Oh, fabulous. And then Sharon, on a cardiac ward round as a student nurse back in the days, says um, when there was a handover of care, at, uh, it happened at the end of each bed. Uh, and this was obviously the days before patient confidentiality. So they obviously used to just say everything in front of everyone. Uh, she said that they noticed there was a man's head popping over one of the curtains from another bed like obviously at a height so, and basically right. what had happened is a student nurse had given the man a commode instead of a bedpan because uh, he just he'd had a heart attack and he was on bed rest so he wasn't allowed to leave the bed and obviously she gave him you know a commode is one of those chairs you sit in yeah yeah, yeah. to have a wee whereas a bedpan is just something you can slip under and have a wee in so she put the chair on his bed and then got him to sit on the chair which is why his head was popping over the top of the curtains oh my god that's the embarrassment the poor sod well they've given it me it must be what i'm meant to do clambering up oh, I love I know. That. Cause they obviously just a misunderstanding because the guy had asked for a commode because to be fair i didn't i had to google well, what a commode actually physically was because i knew it was something like you used to go to the loo but i didn't know what you, it looked like but it's a chair isn't it so <laughs> That's oh, how it ended so up So he like sat on his throne with everyone in the whole bloody ward watching him. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Just carry on, carry on. Oh, the poor uh, son. Do you know what? That story was so good. We've actually lost Claire from uh, our chat. She's gone. I don't even know where Claire is now. She's gone. Claire? The wonders of technology. She's gone. Maybe she just Dick had enough chat. of all this kind of potty talk. Literally potty talk. <laughs> you know. Oh, well. I, I thought I'd be the first one to go. But <laughs> I she's know, I thought you got would. A, a, a weaker stomach than me. <laughs> I know she is preggers, though, isn't she? She's probably gone for a wee. All this chat of bits and bobs and uh, bedpans and everything, she's gone. <laughs> right, and on that note, let's wrap things up. Right. Uh, don't forget, if you want to send us a story, not bad for a Monday at hotmail.com, or you can tweet me at Seth Breakfast, or you can go on our Instagram, not bad. Facebook. Podcast, Facebook as well. Uh, get in touch with us. Thanks so much for everything you send in. It, honestly, it makes our day uh, reading them and chatting through them all. So cheers. Keep doing hilarious things at work <laughs> and telling us about it. Oh, it feels weird. Claire's not here to say goodbye to. I know. Oh, well. Shall I do a? Shall I do a Claire goodbye? E, see us later, pet. E, oh, I love you. Love, love, love and love. We I, Alex. Oh, I'm, I'll be done in a minute, Lake. That's a terrible Johnny accent. <laughs> Can I have some food? <laughs> Jeff, it's getting insulting now. You've been in like in the house too long. You're losing it. Last week it was the Yorkshire accent. And this week you're absolutely failing abysmally at the Johnny accent. So Why, I? <laughs> it's not an easy one though, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's well, all yeah, right. But he's, that's your accent. Hi, my my what? accent's not Johnny, man. Man's boring. No, oh god, I, I love it when people nitpick like that. Oh, it's a world <laughs> oh, of difference. Jeff, let's not go there. We've managed to get on in this podcast. Let's not go there now, sweetheart. <laughs> Give us See your you best later. accent. What's your best accent? What's your best accent? My I own. pride myself on my by far. Go on, go on, Scouse boy. I'm pretty good. I, I can't do it now. I'm sounding, sounding Welsh. <laughs> right, uh, I'm going. Yeah, I can, I can do Scouse. Bye. All right. What can you do, Steph? What's your best accent? Goodbye, Jeff. Oh. 
Ta-da. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.